For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And now let's bring in the great U.S. Congresswoman, Nicole Maliotakis from the awesome state of New York. Congresswoman, great to have you here on the show. Boy, this just the plot thickens on this one. Good evening, Rita. Great to be with you as always. Uh, Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think you gave a really good summary of what's happening. And it seems that uh, things keep unraveling by the day we get more information. But what we don't know is, you know, what were the con- what was the content of these files? Uh, what was uh, the, the visitor log looking like? Who actually had access to them? Uh, was there any connection to Hunter Biden's unsavory relationships with foreign entities? I mean, those are the questions I think are, are really burning on the minds of Americans. And we deserve answers. And I do believe that we eventually will get them. I think Jim Jordan and uh, Jim Comer, who are now chairing the uh, oversight and, and uh, judicial committees, um, will be asking these questions and trying to get those answers to Americans because we just want transparency. I think it's not about you know tit for tat or anything like that. It's really about getting transparency and answers uh, for the American people because, as you said, something is really shady here, uh, and we need to get to the bottom of it. You know, what's so interesting, Congresswoman, you bring up also Hunter Biden, the fact that he lived at that house. He also claimed that he owned it, um, according to multiple reports, and also in a permit. He basically said that he was paying $50,000 a month. It just sounds really awkward. It just There's something on the surface that just sounds really weird, and yet he's also at that house, of all things, during that time, apparently for maybe a year, two years. That's not a good combination. That's living there, let alone, as you know, he was visiting there back and forth. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And uh, I, I think when you when you when you when you read that this is, the home is valued at two million dollars, and here he is paying fifty thousand dollars a month a rent, but yet he's claiming that he owns it. It really begs a lot of questions. I mean, to the outside w- looking in, I mean, it could look like something like you know money laundering or something like that. I'm just saying that's what the perception is, right? And that's why we have to actually l- take a good look and see what is uh, actually taking place here and. Um, really, the American people just want transparency. They just want to know that uh, their government is operating efficiently, that it's functioning properly, that the people who are running it are honest. And they deserve to have those uh, answers. I think, I think really that at the end of the day is, is there are too many questions that have been raised regarding uh, vice pres- the, uh, the president when he was vice president, uh, Hunter Biden, his unsavory relationships with foreign entities, whether it be you know, Burisma in Ukraine, whether it be uh, companies owned by the Chinese Communist Party. There's just too many things that are out there that they have not provided answers to Congress. But now that we're in the majority, we have the ability to subpoena and gain documents before they would just stonewall us, not give us any of this information. But those days now are over. You know, it's interesting. You bring up also um, the visitor logs because they've already said that they don't have visitor logs. And that the Secret Service doesn't have logs, apparently. It's interesting. I was listening to constitutional uh, law professor, um, one of the great ones out there, of course, Jonathan Turley earlier today. And he said that that actually 
is not going to help the Biden team because then it opens the door to a James Comer or a Jim Jordan to basically say, okay, well, then we've got to subpoena family members. We have the right to question a lot of people who we think might have been in and out of there. Whereas if maybe they had logs, it might have actually been better for the Biden team because then they could narrow the search. Yeah, and think about how odd that is, that this is the home of the president of the United States and that the Secret Service doesn't have any record of who has been in and out of this home. I would think for security purposes, they would have that information retained. And that also seems a little uh, odd, I think, to those of us uh, outside looking in. Yeah, it is interesting. And and the question is also, as you bring up, the chain of custody. Um, where did it go? We don't know. The fact that these documents seem to be now be scattered in a couple different locations is obviously very troubling. And where were they moved to? When were they moved? We don't have any idea. And the White House isn't giving any answers. Yeah, it seems that the Biden attorneys have a lot of flexibility, right? They've seemed to be coming in and out. And, and, and there was a lot of time that had gone between uh, the first filings being found in November, uh, then an additional batch in December. Now, uh, you know, this last week, uh, a, a third batch. Uh, but but what's also, I think, should be frustrating to uh, the American people, I mean, it's frustrating to me, is that this, you know, they found the first batch in November, but yet they managed to keep it a secret until, you know, two months later. And so, you know, instead of, especially since it happened immediately before the election, that seems also like some type of election interference not allowing that information to be made public uh, and withholding that information from the general public, knowing that it could provide vulnerabilities to the Democrats uh, in the the November election. Yeah, 1000 percent. The timing of that just is really questionable. And the fact that they sat on it and here it is two months later and it seems to be sort of this drip, drip, drip in the release. It makes you wonder, Okay, are we going to find out more documents in a few days? And they clearly haven't searched everywhere like they claim they had. That's the other thing. It still seems like everyone's kind of wondering, and it seems Republicans and Democrats, is there more to come? Well, I think uh, for sure uh, we we know that uh, Jim Jordan and, and Jim Comer, who are overseeing the, the two committees that will have jurisdiction over, you know, and the subpoena power to investigate this further, will be doing a good job. I have full confidence that they're going to be looking into this. But, yeah, you never know what may come out in the next you know, week, because it seems just when we think uh, things have slowed down, more information is coming out. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, we want to just get answers. We deserve answers. We deserve to know the content of these files. We deserve to know why they were being stored in his garage or at the Penn Center. And we do deserve to know uh, who, if anyone, had access to them. And the fact that Hunter Biden was in that home, I think, is particularly concerning because of the unsavory relationships that he had with all these foreign entities. He was profiting off the relationship of his of his father. And uh, it's clear, uh, you know, it's clear by those associations for sure. And we just need to expose it more and get to the bottom of what actually occurred here. Absolutely. The American public just wants the truth and they just want answers. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, thank you so much. It's always terrific to have you here on the show. Thank you. Great to be with you. You too. Thank you so much, Congresswoman. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that 
precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 